This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnson. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 132, baby. Oh yeah. In today's episode, I speak to Clarification Charlie, okay? She is back. Because remember, this is not just a boys club, okay? Don't try and call me sexist, okay? There are boys on here and there are girls, okay? Um, And we speak about exactly that, why we need women in life and especially at work. Remember, all of the rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. Go there, find the vocabulary, memorise the vocabulary, use the vocabulary, obviously, because if you don't use it, you know, it's a bit of a waste of time. Use it or lose it. And if you want the transcript to this episode, remember, you need to go to rockandrollenglish.com slash family and follow the instructions there, baby. Um, Anyway, I will speak to you all again at the end. Here is the episode. Happy listening. Clarification, Charlie. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you, Martin. How are you? Always fantastic, Charlie. Always fantastic. It's great to have you back. Finally have a woman's voice on here. Thank you very much. It is very good to be back, actually. I've missed I've missed doing these. Really? Yeah, well, we have missed you. I've, ha- I've been having to speak to Dan the Man, Boom Boom Cannon, too many boys. I just need that woman. Like, do this for the girls, Charlie. <laughs> yeah, doing it for the ladies. Those ladies that... Because you can satisfy any lady. We already know that. Of course I can. Everybody. That's a given, though, isn't it? Remember, a given, something that's obvious. Everyone knows that, okay? Yeah. Um, anyway, Charlie, I know you've been away for a little bit, but how do we usually start the shows? With a review. Do you think we have a review? Yes. Unlucky. Uh, I know how much you'd like to get that question right, but unfortunately you haven't got it right today. Um it's possible there are reviews out there. I haven't seen any because, remember, you need to send me the review. So stop the <laughs> podcast now. This is a direct request. Write the review and then you can send it to me. And then we can make clarification, Charlie, happy. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Has Boom Boom written his review yet for you? Um, I don't think he has. The lazy bastard. <laughs> yeah. Hasn't, doesn't do anything, that Boom Boom. No. Um, Anyway, in today's show, Charlie, we're talking about women at work, Ooh. okay, and how important women are at work, okay, okay, um, because you know it's a bit of a boys' club here at Rock and Roll English, so we need that woman just to keep us in order. Yes. So you keep someone in order. What does that mean? Well, just Charlie? keeps you boys. I was going to say in check, but I suppose that's Ooh, another more rock and roll. Yeah. yeah, more rock and roll vocabulary. Keep keep you. Um, doing the right thing. Yeah, making sure we don't do anything bad. No, like using the words bird. Yes, exactly. Bird, remember, is um, a word I used on a recent podcast, quite recent, and clarification, Charlie, told me off. So when you tell someone off, it's basically what a teacher does to a child. What (laughs) the fuck are you doing? Okay, don't use that word. Bird actually means girlfriend, okay, in slang. Um, (laughs) I don't know if you prefer to be a mother kind of figure for rock and roll English, Charlie. Is that what you want to be? Not really. I have enough of that at home. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well... Uh, but we need that sort of maternal instinct, okay? Okay, I'll take that. I'll take maternal. 
Okay. Um, so, yeah, apparently research shows that women possess qualities at work that make them better managers as well. Wow. And just generally better at work. Apparently in a report that was conducted over four decades. So what, is, what does it mean, four decades? That is 40 years. So a decade is 10 years. Yeah, so they did this piece of research which took 40 years. I always think... That's a long, that's a long time, isn't it? Why do you want to spend 40 years just doing one piece of research? That is the definition of playing the long game, isn't it? Well, <laughs> very long game. Anyway, they looked at 27 million people and they found out that females are better managers than males. Well, okay? I would agree with that's, that. But that's 40 years worth of work. I mean, that's kind of interesting. It's not that interesting, is it? I mean... It's on Rock and Roll English for a start. <laughs> if your research is being read out on Rock and Roll English, that is not a good sign. <laughs> because generally I get these from really shit websites and stuff like that. So they spent 40 years doing that piece of research and it got read on Rock and Roll English. Oh, that Jesus poor Christ. Exactly. Um, one thing about work, though, I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but. They say it's more difficult for a woman to build a career. What do you think about that clarification, Charlie? Oh, do you know what? I do agree, only obviously as a female herself who has had to take time out for having children. It can sometimes be quite difficult, actually, to get into it, get back into it, I suppose, afterwards. You have that sort of horrible balance between your family, and then your career. Exactly, yeah. Mm. Just making that right balance, getting back in the swing of things as well. Remember, so to like remember how to do your job after you had your baby. Did you remember how to do your job or not? (laughs) I I did remember how to do my job, but I did also fall out with a number of people as well. (laughs) Oh, shit. So remember, when you fall out with someone, it's when you stop talking to them, have an argument, like me and Dan the man did. Yeah. It was, yeah, yeah I mean... Do, how Do you want to talk about this? Can you talk about this in public when you fell out with some people? Uh, well, no, I just had a, a disagreement with some managers over how I should be managed. They wanted to manage <laughs> me one way and I was not enjoying being managed that way. Oh, God, that just sounds like <laughs> such a management talk. This is the type of thing I hate, this professional talk. Yeah. I think I will decide how I want to be managed. Thank you very yes, much. They weren't, they weren't. I was supposed to be in a transition back to work and I did not feel <laughs> transitioned. It was. I did not feel transitioned. What a quote. Hit that me is. like a freight train. Some rock and roll vocabulary there. If it hits you like a freight train, it hits you very hard. Yeah, very quickly, um, very hard. Well, if you ever want to change career, okay, yeah. there could be a job for you here at Rock and Roll English. Oh, wow. I can give you maybe 40 euros a month, oh, okay? I'm sure that if would you... pay the mortgage. Sure. Remember, the mortgage, by the way, is the sort of loan that you um, have to buy a house. Okay, but just think, if you work hard in a year's time, two years, you might be earning 100 euros oh, a month. That so, is tempting. Well, I bet it is. Um, it also says that women are kinder at work. What are your thoughts on that? Oh, do you know, uh, I don't know, I find that hard. There are some women who are quite kind at my work, but there are also actually 
my school is run by two females. Okay, so some rock and roll vocabulary. Their school is run. The school is managed by females. Yeah, and they are very strong personalities. <laughs> That's basically clarification, Charlie's very nice way of saying they're fucking bastards. <laughs> they're they're horrible people. That was she was trying to sort of you know. Um, mince her words there. So when you mince your words, um, it's when you try and be nice about it, basically. Yeah. Um, we all know what you mean, though, Charlie. It's okay. I wouldn't want to upset them. <laughs> Let's hope they're not listening to the podcast <laughs> then. <laughs> You'll lose your job. I know. <laughs> um, I work with quite a lot of women, and I think I'm kinder now because I work with these women. This was demonstrated the other day um, when I was at the bus stop. I was waiting for the bus. The bus didn't come after about an hour. And then I went to ask what time the next bus was, and they said it was in three hours' time. So I thought, okay, well, this is great. I've got a choice here. I can wait at the bus stop for three hours. I've got nothing to do, obviously. Or I can ask Mrs. R&R to give me a lift into the city, right? There were two gentlemen there, let's say, that were very strange. And they were talking to me and I said, um, I'm getting a lift with my girlfriend now. And they didn't really say anything. So I just sort of said, you know, do you want a lift? Thinking they would say no. <laughs> and they both said, OK, that would be great. I thought, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> What am I going to do now? So I said, well, the problem is I need to get out at the start of the city. I, I'm going to have to bring my bike in the car. And they said, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. We'll come with you. Oh, God. I thought, oh, my God. So Mrs. R&R came down the stairs and I said to her, look, I've got two new friends here. They were both about <laughs> 70. Both got in the car. Absolutely stank. Oh, no. It was absolutely horrific. So when you stink, it's when it's a very bad smell. So then in the end, I had to pay for the bus because I pay for the weekly ticket. I paid for the petrol to give these two people a lift. And then I also then had to pay to clean the car because they stank so much. Oh, God, that is not a good start to the day. Exactly. Not a good start at all. That's what happens when you try and be kind. So if you work with women and then you're kind... You end up giving two people a lift to work. <laughs> the fucking stink. And the the whole car journey, it was like 20 minutes, was just so awkward. They were sitting in the back, just silence. And I was just thinking, what am I doing? How am I in this situation? Oh, my God. You hate sort of p those sorts of situations anyway. Sort of new people, new environments. <laughs> <laughs> But why did they say yes? It was clearly an empty gesture. So an empty gesture is when you don't mean it. I said, you know, do you want a lift? Thinking they'll definitely say no immediately. Yes, that's great. I thought, oh, fuck. Maybe, again, this is like the cultural difference between... In England, people would say, no, you're okay, because they wouldn't want to put you out. Whereas yeah. maybe in Sicily, they're like, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it was just these two men in particular are very strange. Um, some rock and roll vocabulary there, though, clarification, Charlie, when she said they wouldn't want to put you out. So they wouldn't want to make you do anything more than necessary, basically. Um, but as I said, when they said yes, I was just thinking, how am I going to get out of this? It's a fucking nightmare. There's some rock and roll vocabulary. What does it mean to get out of something? Um, to I say weasel your way out, to stop doing that thing. Yeah, you're a bit rusty, clarification, Charlie, here. Um, I would say more to 
um, not do something that you've said you will do. Yeah, that's go. true. Yeah, that's better. Much better. I think you've been off work with your babies too much. Okay, this is this is proof you can't have a baby and do work. You need to transition me back in. <laughs> I'm trying to transition you. Am I managing you how you want yeah. to be managed? <laughs> Well, you're better than, yeah, you're better than it was when I went back to my proper job. <laughs> okay, well, that's good to know. Okay, that is good to know. Um, there's also a saying in English, um, which is behind every good man is a good woman. Oh, okay, so we need them. But I was thinking, I've never heard that saying the opposite, behind every good woman is a good man. What what, what do we think about that? Well... Exactly how it how it is, really, isn't it? It's fucking sexist, isn't it? Well, <laughs> I was going to say that we don't need a man to oh, do our thing. Of things. course, of course, independence, women, you know, burn your bra, stuff like this, feminism. Sure, yeah, I do that regularly. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that is a fire hazard. Okay, yeah. so a hazard is something that's dangerous. This is true. Very flammable. Yes, Ooh, some rock and roll vocabulary there. I don't know. I imagine that's the same in other languages. I'm not sure. Something that catches fire very easily. Um, we also need you, Charlie, just basically because she's a pretty female face. Okay, we need sexy faces on rock and roll English. <laughs> All of the boys. I was thinking about this. Like, boom, boom. He's a good-looking fella. <laughs> oh, fella, by the way, is another way to say man. Corporal Coma. He's sexy. Dan the man, he's like Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> Mr. Muscles. We've got Clarification Charlie, she's super sexy. And then we've got me. I was thinking, fucking hell, I need to get some people that are not so good looking so I don't look so oh, bad. Don't be silly. <laughs> oh, you, you bring the, the dark, the Italian charm. Yeah, um, I don't know. That's um, immediately making me think, though, what you just said. I was talking about people physically. And you were talking about, like, my characteristics as a person, which is a nice way to say, yeah, you're right. You're not very sexy, but you've got a good personality. No, I meant your dark, because your dark hair, your dark features. <laughs> it's okay, Charlie, okay? You don't need to console me, okay? I understand. I understand. That's what I meant! It's okay. Don't worry, Okay. <laughs> Um, I will just cry myself to sleep tonight, okay? Because you told me I have a good personality. That's like someone saying you have a face for the radio, Ugh. which is why I do podcasts <laughs> and, and not videos. That's why I don't do YouTube videos. Oh, my goodness. Um, so it says here that women are more skilled at building relationships as well. So, you know, at work... Have you got many good relationships? Do you get on with everyone? So remember, get on. Do you have a good relationship with them? Yeah, I, d I do, actually. That has always been said to be one of my strengths is my ability to... <laughs> is this in your meeting when you talk about how you want to be managed? They tell you your strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, you have performance management and so they tell you where your strengths <laughs> are. And mine's always been the relationships with students and staff. Okay. So there you go. Wow. I know. Yeah. Oh man, I'm just—I can feel our relationship getting closer <laughs> as well now. <laughs> when we have our uh, end of year performance thing, <laughs> I will mention this. Have okay. our review. Exactly. Yeah, everything's going well. Well, we have that at the R and R AGM. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah. So AGM, what does that stand I think for it's again? Annual, annual general meeting. So it's like once a year within like a company or or a society or whatever, you meet once a year, get all the committee, all the people together and you know, just have a little meet. Yeah. We we haven't L- had love one, a meeting. Have we? we haven't had an AGM. We haven't yet. We haven't yet. You need to buck your ideas up, though, if you think you're going to pass that interview meeting thing. I will. I promise I will definitely work on it. Well, you do that. Um, I did also use some rock and roll vocabulary there when I said um, you need to buck your ideas up. What does that mean, clarification, Charlie? You're under pressure now, okay? I know. Buck your ideas up means to... Take time to think. That's what she's doing. The classic job interview technique of, I don't know the answer, so I'm going to say my words very slowly. No, well, I wanted... So I I can think. I wanted to say, um, up your game. But then I realised that I was replacing one with another. That's exactly what you keep doing. I would say to start improving. You need to start improving. Okay. Okay. I will. I promise I will. <laughs> um, I need to improve on these clarifications as well. You do. You, you, you got the nickname Clarification Charlie for your clarifications. And now your clarifications are all over the place. I can't clarify for shit. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so rock and roll vocabulary there. I can't do it for shit. It means I can't do it at all. Just a much more colourful way to say it. And we love colour in our lives, don't we? Yeah, well, you love colour and your language, don't you? Of course. Although I am colour blind. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Wow, I am colour blind. So I can't distinguish colours. I try not to tell people, though, because then they spend the next 20 minutes asking me, what's this colour? What's this colour? So I keep it a bit of a secret, okay? Oh, my God. Do you know I have a similar disability whereby I don't know my left and right? (laughs) I was talking to someone about this the other day. That's not a disability. That's just being stupid. No, it's not. It's a genuine real life disability. And I have a very close friend who is a neuroscientist. So she studies brains. I know what that means. Thank you very much. You don't need to explain it to me. You don't need to clarify that to me. And basically, because I use both my left and right, I don't have a dominant side of my brain. And so I actually, I struggle to differentiate between the two. Um, When you say you use your left and right, you don't use your left and right to do everything, do you? Like you can't, you don't use your left and right to write with. I would, I write with my right. Yeah, then there's your dominant hand. So when you write, think, what hand do I write with? yeah, but I, yeah, but but I cut, but I cut. So I cut. I play games. I do everything else with my left. <laughs> I think that's a made-up illness. Okay, so made up. Oh, it's really not. It's meant. But it makes life very hard. Driving test very hard. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, just turn left at the next junction. Oh shit! What way is that again? Um, Honestly, my husband gets so angry because I'm like, go left. And then I'm like, oh, the other left. <laughs> that is fucking annoying, though, because I have a similar thing with Mrs. R&R when we have like Google Maps on and she's following the instructions. I'm driving. She says, we need to turn right in a minute. I say, OK, just let me know before <laughs> we pass it. And she says, oh, we were supposed to turn right like 20 meters ago. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me at the time? Now we have to turn around. Oh, 
it's uh, the Google Maps as well is a fucking nightmare, uh, isn't it? It's constantly talking. And you just want to say, shut the fuck up, Google. Okay, give me time to concentrate and stop talking to me. Yeah, we often say like sat nav just trying to have like one big joke with us. Just sort of just send us on a little way that is not correct. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Um, so sat nav is the term we use for this, um, like Google Maps and stuff like that. We can call it sat nav. Um, okay, so apparently as well, women have bigger dreams like life ambitions. So for the last question... <sighs> The grand finale. What are your dreams in life? Clarification, Charlie. Except to work for Rock and Roll English. Okay, we know that's your dream, but what? Well, that dream's been made, hasn't it? Well, until you're on the payroll. So when you're on the payroll, it's when you start getting paid. Then, you know, you're just like one of those um, internship people yeah. at the moment that work for free. And then maybe a few years later, you might earn 40 euros a month. Mm, okay. <laughs> Um, my big dream, it's really, actually, I find this a really hard question. Um, because if I was being perfectly honest, I just want to win Euro millions and not work <laughs> and just, that's, you know, that's a good dream. Just, just live every day, just go and do whatever the hell I want. We can go out on little day trips, places, go to the beach, get a massage every day. If I fancied a massage, go get my nails Ooh, done. Erotic. That would just yeah. be lovely. You know, I've decided, I know what I need though. I need eight million. Just eight, yeah, not seven. It's just eight. No, eight. Eight, eight is the amount that I need to win in order to live the life I want to. And I also said that I'd probably buy like a nice house for like each of my brothers and stuff. <laughs> oh, you're so nice. So nice. Um, mm. I like the way you've... Just a, just, a, just a small eight mil. Yeah, exactly. Eight mil, eight million. I like the way you've identified the specific number. You know, you're not greedy. You don't want nine. You want eight. Okay, so greedy is someone that wants too much. I need eight, but less than eight doesn't wouldn't be enough. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine you win seven million and you say, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> what a nightmare that would be just to win seven million. Oh. I know, but the thing is, you could easily spend a mil or two just on a house. You could, yeah. So then you're ready. So yeah, if you spend two million, you're already like what a quarter of the way through your eight million, aren't you? Exactly. And you're not getting it back. Mm. So I've given up working. So exactly. Oh god, it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um, I think we need some more time to think about this. Okay, so I think we need to stop the podcast, okay. and then you can think about exactly how you're going to spend that eight million and let us know. Yeah, I will do. Don't worry. I'll definitely let you know. Oh, you do that. But one thing is definitely clear: we need you. Okay, we need women. Here. thank you okay. thank you no problem the end of year meeting will be soon <laughs> as well though i look forward to it make it a sunny location i'll be there okay absolutely okay right thanks a lot clarification charlie we'll see you all soon. right see you soon bye thank bye bye okay so that was me speaking to clarification charlie about why we need women at work so let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary um clarification charlie said that um, i can satisfy any woman and i said well yeah we know that that's a given okay so when something's a given it's when it's sure it's when you know it you don't even have to think about it we were also talking about when i used the word bird on a previous episode and clarification charlie told me off when you tell someone off it's kind of when you shout at them. For example, if you come home and you've got dirty shoes and you walk in the house, your mum will probably tell you off. 
Take those shoes off. What are you doing, you idiot? Something like that. Clarification. Charlie then said when she went back to work after having a baby, she remembered how to do her job, but she also fell out with a number of people. So when you fall out with someone, notice that's a three-part phrasal verb. It's when you have an argument and you stop talking. Very much like me and Dan the man did.、Um, I then said if she wants to work for Rock and Roll English for forty pounds a month. Then she is welcome to, and she said, "I'm sure that will pay the mortgage." So the mortgage is the money the bank gives you to buy a house, specifically for this. Notice the pronunciation as well is mortgage because it is written mortgage, but that's not what we say. We say mortgage. Clarification: Charlie also said that her school is run by two females. So if a school is run by females or by anyone, it is managed by them. Okay. Same as a business. A business is run by someone. It is managed by someone. It's the same. Then, when she didn't really want to call, you know, her bosses bastards, she tried to mince her words, say it in a nice way. That's usually used in the negative. We say something like, "She didn't mince her words because she said." He's a bastard, so she didn't mince her words. She didn't look for a nicer way to say it. Then I was telling the story about when I gave those two people a lift. So a lift, obviously, when you drive them from one place to another. And I said, "Do you want a lift?" But I said it was an empty gesture. I didn't mean it. Of course, I didn't mean it. So that's exactly what an empty gesture is when you make a gesture that you don't actually mean. Clarification: Charlie said that in England people wouldn't want to put you out. So when you put someone out, it's when you kind of disturb them and make them do something. Let's say you ask your friend, "Can I stay at your house on Saturday night because I will be in your city and I have nowhere to stay?" And they say, "Yeah, yeah, sure." And then you respond, "But are you sure it's not a problem? I don't want to put you out." I don't want to create any problems for you.、Um, then, with the same story about the lift, I said when they accepted the lift, I thought, "Fuck! How am I going to get out of this?" So, when you get out of something, it's when you've said yes to something. Then you need to find an excuse to get out of the situation. Happens to me a lot. I say yes to people, and then I think, "Oh fuck! How am I going to get out of this?" We were then talking about feminism and stuff like this, and I said to burn your bra,、um, which clarification Charlie said she does regularly, and I said, "Whoa, that's a fire hazard." Okay, so if something is a hazard, it is dangerous, and she said yes. Very flammable. So if something is flammable, it catches fire very quickly. For example, petrol. If you put petrol on the floor and then you throw a cigarette on it, there will be a fire. Okay, why? Because petrol is flammable. When I was then talking about clarification, Charlie working at Rock and Roll English, I said, "Yeah, a meeting. We haven't had your end of year meeting, and you need to buck your ideas up." Okay, so to buck your ideas up, you need to start performing better. Very often, a teacher might say that to you at school. You know, if you want to pass this year, you'd better buck your ideas up. You had better start performing better. Then I asked clarification, Charlie, to clarify something, and she couldn't. And she said, "I can't clarify for shit." So if you can't do something for shit, it means I can't do it at all. For example, I can't sing for shit. I can't sing at all. 
We were then talking about satnavs, which are like the satellite navigator, I think is the long word, which tells you the direction you need to go to. Kind of like Google Maps, that's a satnav. We also heard the word payroll. When you're on the payroll, it's when you get paid by someone. For example, I'm on the payroll at the school I work at because they pay me. We were then talking about winning the lottery. Clarification, Charlie said she just wants eight mil. Okay, short for eight million. And I said, you're not greedy. You just want eight. You don't want nine. So when you're greedy, it's when you have, let's say, an excessive desire. Often used with food. If you're greedy, you eat everything. Okay, leave some food for me. Stop being greedy. Anyway, remember, all of this rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com. Episode 132, I believe. And if you want the transcript, rockandrollenglish.com slash family. Okay. Or as I like to say, family. Anyway, I will see you all again on Thursday for the expert secrets. In the meantime, though, just keep on rocking, baby. Thanks so much for listening to Rock and Roll English. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rockandrollenglish. We'll catch you next time.